Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, now I'm obsessed with this big blanket. Uh, right? <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, wow, that is... That is something. Uh, I said that before. Uh, anyway, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Yes. Mike has joined the party. And uh, listen, here's the question that we are asking you right now Have you ever accidentally, by mistake, which I know means it's the same thing, but I want to be very clear, received or sent an embarrassing text? Who are from the wrong people, no. meaning like it wasn't meant for you. And I did, I wasn't, I was going to go the not safe for work route. Then I was like, I'm a little too scared. I don't, we don't need to, we no. don't need to traipse that line. But no. how many times have you done the accidental reply all or ah. sent something to the wrong person? No. 651-641-1071. And I'm do I'm, I'm asking this, of course, because of the story you shared yesterday about Ina Garten's husband yep. accidentally sending a not safe for work text to her publicist. Yes. And the publicist was like, oh, honey, Jeffrey. I don't think this was meant for me. No, and luckily it was low stakes. Like it, it wasn't. It like, wasn't even NSFW. No. It was like, oh, clearly that is it meant was flirty. For, yeah, it was. That's a good word. Yeah, for it was it. a flirty, flirty text. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you ever mistakenly received or sent an embarrassing text that went to the wrong people? We've got Gina on the line. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. What happened? Oh my God. So. I live up north. I live I live where everyone goes up north. And I work down south. And I was working near Delwood. And I bought something off the marketplace. Uh-huh. And it was too big to fit in my car. So I call the husband and say, hey, can you go on yet another goose chase and pick up this great bargain? I live 55 minutes from the city. So he gets in his car. So I text her. My husband's on his way. She says, Okay. I text him. She said, okay. He texts me. I'm 30 minutes away. I'm at work. I'm texting her. He's 30 minutes away. She doesn't reply. He's 10 minutes away. He's in your driveway. No reply from her. My husband's updating me. What should I do? I said, I'll text her again. So I text her again. My husband's sitting in your driveway. She responds with, oh, I just sold it. (gasps) No. Now I'm in trouble. So then Chris is like, what's going on? And I text him. The letter F, the letter N, and a word that rhymes with witch. Mm-hmm. F, N, witch, sold it. No reply from Chris. Pretty soon I see, oh, he no. texts me again. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I sent that message to her. Oh! Oh, my gosh. I have secondhand embarrassment, oh. Gina. Oh, my God. Did, oh, but did so she reply? <laughs> did she reply to that, Gina? Uh, she didn't reply to that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Gina. I am like, I am so embarrassed for you. I'm sorry that we made you relive that, but that was entertaining. Thank you for your call. Oh, my word. Oh, yikes. Yikes. Okay, let's go to Kelly. We've got Kelly on the line. Hi, Kelly. Kelly, have you ever accidentally sent or received an embarrassing text or email 
that yes, went all wrong. I was housing a hockey kid, and it was kind of a hoity-toity hockey group, but I had to be on their group messaging just in case they needed to tell me something. And I had a friend send me a picture that said, so you think you're having a bad day? <gasps> and it was something was zipped up in a man's pants. <gasps> and I somehow sent it to that whole hockey team. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Kelly. No. Oh, I have no idea how I did it. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That and, is so and, awkward. And now I need to ask, Kelly, were there any replies or was it just silent? The first reply was, I don't think this is very funny. <gasps> oh, Kelly. But I did, I did have people tell me later that there were a handful of people that actually did think it was really funny. Okay, good. Woo! Okay, right. good. That that makes it feel a little bit better. Kelly, thank you for your call. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeesh. Oh, that's like, okay. So we did get this from Penny who said yes. And that's why I send all my texts to people on IM. You can quickly delete the message. You cannot do that on a regular text. And that is true. Mm -hmm. And we've all learned that the hard way. Yeah. So I think I sort of mentioned this yesterday, but my husband's former boss was named Colleen. And you may know this. My name is also Colleen. What do you know? What do you know? And it only took him a couple wrong texts to change her name in his phone to boss so that he would stop sending her texts that were meant for me uh-huh and th- he never did anything like you know obnoxious but, but it would say something like what do you want for dinner tonight yeah. she's <laughs> she like, would be like I don't. wrong one i yeah. mean and luckily like she knew also you know it wasn't but like she was a good sport about it was. it was like i don't know why yeah. don't you ask her your wife. wife exactly like what do you want to have for dinner i'm sure she was just like i don't what and then makes sense okay we've got mary on the line hi mary mary have you Hello, ever two really good ones Okay, what are they? Both email, though, not text. Okay. So one back before, you know, text messages and whatever, old school email. I sent an email to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And it was, of course, negative. I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I had to fly upstairs. And, of course, no one locked their computers at the time, so I could delete it. The next one, I sent a spreadsheet in an attachment to my boss. Yep, my boss. Uh-huh. When I was covering for someone, first line in the spreadsheet said, our boss is an idiot. <gasps> oh! Ah! Mary! Yikes! Oh, yeah. And she's like, uh, good to know I'm an idiot. Wrong spreadsheet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, oh Mary, thank, thank you, you for your call. See, this is like incentive to double, triple, Check everything before you hit that send button. Yeah. Also, writing should be diplomatic. Yeah. No matter where. Yeah, because you never know you, where that's going to show you up. You never know where that's going to show up. Oof. You uh, try to avoid knock on all the things. All the things. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This is, you know, here's my other like little piece of reminder advice. Anytime you are going to forward an entire chain of emails to somebody for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. you better read all the way down that chain and make sure everything is perfectly suitable for that person. Oh, yes. Because how many times have you gotten a forwarded email and deep down in the thread, somebody said something that you're like, I don't think they wanted people to see that. No, no. 
I have sent an email here at work to somebody who did not work here. Oh, gosh. Luckily, it was just procedure and protocol email. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that person was like, thanks. Yeah. Great. (laughs) That's real nice. But I was like, you know what? I never heard back from them. Uh, You know, they probably were just like, why did I receive? But they totally know how to run the board here now. I mean, that's great. (laughs) You know what? Career advancement for that person. Uh, They never showed up. They never showed up. Weird. No. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody, for for reliving those uh, embarrassing moments. I know. I was like, hot. I mm. we did get this email too. Uh, I don't want to forget to share this one from Natalie, who said, "I I received an early morning text from my friend's very shy husband. It said, "Good morning, my love. How are you this morning?" He leaves really early for work and lovingly sends messages to his wife before sunrise. He accidentally sent it to me. We still give him grief for it. He was so embarrassed. Oh, and that's I, so sweet, though. I know. I feel like that's like a sweet little window into like uh, that's yeah. that's a cute story. But by all means, continue to give him grief about that. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, something is working Holly's last nerve. And I'm here to tell you, it's probably working your last nerve. And it's definitely working my last nerve as well. So stay tuned to find out what's working her last nerve after this on My Talk 1071. Well, there is something that is working Holly's last nerve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers off Holly Roberts and are hanging out with you. Uh-huh. And Holly, something is working her last nerve. Yeah. Oh, we do have an intro. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present yeah, Working My Last Nerve. Uh, you are stepping on my last nerve. Way to go, Mike. You are not that, on. There was a like, little pause there, and I was like, I think that's my cue to do something, <laughs> yes. but I've never done that before. Sorry, so, hey, we didn't we'll talk it. about it, but that, you are not working my last nerve, because <laughs> okay, awesome. that was awesome. for Mike. You Yes, all right. So, the thing that's working my last nerve this afternoon is... Paparazzi dad habilitation. Oof. Listen, if you don't know what that means, Holly, I know you're going to lay it all out, Mm -hmm. but I am just going to say that is a word. Yes, it's working my last nerve today. Paparazzi dad habilitation because one Adam Levine is exhibiting this behavior and it's working Mm. my last nerve. Mm. Now, dad habilitation, I will give a rough definition of that, is where a celebrity who has done wrong or, I mean, you know... Perceived wrong. Perceived wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have done some behaviors that are not considered family-friendly. Well, they want to rehabilitate their image specifically by showing what a good dad they are. Mm, they have to they, lean into their dadness. Yeah, they're just like good dads and they're going around with their kids and they're doing dad stuff. And that's what Adam Levine is doing. He was earlier this week. And guess what, Colleen? The paparazzi caught Adam Levine just happening to be biking in his Bach feet, which is the bicycle with the mm-hmm. box in front of it, with his two daughters. Now, Colleen, yeah. can you remind folks mm-hmm. why Adam Levine might be in need of a little bit of dad habilitation? Yeah, because uh, the, in the story that was here and gone about as fast as it showed up, we learned that Adam Levine, though married too, and... uh expecting with his wife, Bihati Prinsloo, had uh, reached out to a woman who he had had a sexual relationship with, allegedly, and asked if they could name their forthcoming child her name. Mm -hmm. And that 
gave way to another a cavalcade of uh, people who shared their inappropriate extramarital relationships with Adam Levine. Yeah. So he's in a space right now where he really needs to show that he is a devoted husband and father. And what do you know, Colleen? The paparazzi just happened to catch up with Adam Levine biking around Montecito, California with his two daughters. Who, by the way, I don't think we've ever seen. We have rarely seen the faces of Adam Levine's daughter. Now, I say that this is an example of dad habilitation because I can hear you saying, well, he's just being a dad. Mm. He's just, you know, he's proud of his kids and he's out there biking. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Did a little investigating on Adam Levine's Instagram account. He has several pictures of his daughters on social media but you never see their faces yeah and quite frankly it is not he his content is not particularly family focused Mm -hmm. so now that he's in dire straits in his domestic life or at least there's a perception of that and that needs to be controlled what else is a celebrity going to go and do but be a good dad he's a family guy okay i have two things that i need to say about this the first one is this He's not the first to have done this. And you will remember, I think, as I start to tell this story, that one of the more pronounced versions of this was after there were allegations of uh, of Justin Timberlake cheating on Jessica Biel on the set of that movie that was not called Midnight in the Switchgrass. That's the one I'm thinking of. What was it called? I don't that one that was, it, it was that filming in New, in New Orleans. Orleans and there was a picture of him like holding hands sexually. I don't know what that means. Intimately. Intimately with uh his co-star. Then then it broke wide open these allegations that he was cheating on Jessica Biel. And that's Palmer the movie. Thank you, Palmer. That was when they started to do these paparazzi walks with their son Phineas who we had never seen before. And there they were out on the streets of New York City with the child in the stroller, all three of them a happy family unit. Yes. So this there's precedent for this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was the first thing. Well, yeah. Second thing. Are you ready for the second thing? Yeah. Okay. The second thing is the bar is far lower for the dads (laughs) dadding. Than it is for the mom's momming. Mm. Meaning, mm. all you have to do in order to be seen as a good dad in Hollywood is like go for a bike ride with your kids or pick your kids up at school or go trick or treating with your kids, Tom mm-hmm. Brady. Or Take I'm sorry. Your kids to the beach, Brian Austin. Green. Yeah, exactly. Like there's. There's a low bar where that isn't going to get the attention of paparazzi don't care if the mom is picking the kids up from school or if she's taking them trick or treating or to the beach or on a bike ride. That doesn't rise to the level of like, we need to write a full column in the Daily Mail about this. Exactly. Okay, that's and, all. That's just yep. my beef. <laughs> well, that's working my last night. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> it's all uh, one half of the same coin. Yeah. Now, these photographs, clearly, because we look at these pictures every day from the prop- paparazzi, somebody got on the horn and was like, Adam Levine, yeah. take your kids out for a bike ride. Now, that being said, the kids look like they're having a good time. Of but this is a staged event. Yeah. Safe bet. We're speculating. We don't have the actual receipts. 
also want to put the through thread, Colleen, on why also this is working my last nerve, because the dad habilitation move and thinking about this when you mentioned Justin Timberlake is that this is a move done by wife guys who done wrong. Yeah. Then they need to segue into good dads to dad guys. Yeah, because dad guys. So the the whole concept of a wife guy, we we didn't really talk about this, but this this is like been gaining steam. The wife guy is the guy who like really leads with his wife, but she doesn't really have an identity as her own human being. It's like the guy who always refers to my wife who talks about all of the things that he does in service of being a wife guy. And Adam Levine and Justin Timberlake Mm -hmm. see the People magazine cover of Justin Timberlake's wedding to Jessica Biel as a a pictorial example of Uh, wife guy behavior. Both these guys have employed this dad habilitation good guy tactic to change the narrative. Yeah, because when they when they uh, when they do something that is in direct opposition to their wife guyness, like, I don't know, cheat, then you have to pivot and be dad guy. We see you. We see you. You're not hiding from us. Adam Levine at Al. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainers off today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Mike is at the controls. And we have for you some crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots. They are literally everywhere. They're to your right, they're to your left. And when you're looking in the mirror, the goal is to not have one looking back at you. <laughs> Oftentimes, we find them in the state of Florida. Florida and sometimes other places. Where are we going? New Orleans. Oh, oh, hey, we just talked about it. I know. Isn't that weird? Crazy no, that was, no. <laughs> he would be in a whole different segment. <laughs> no, we're actually going to a McDonald's in New Orleans. Now, there's going to be like a whole part of the story where you're like, I don't understand. Who's the crazy, stupid idiot? And truth be told, there is one very obvious crazy, stupid idiot, but there's a stranger piece of the story. Ooh. So here's what had happened. Uh, a 16-year-old Tania Hill was working her shift at a McDonald's in New Orleans last month when a woman walked in and robbed the place at gunpoint. <gasps> now, just in the interest of full disclosure, she is the crazy, stupid idiot. Thank you. Because she robbed the place. But yeah. there's nothing more in this story that's going to make her more of a crazy, stupid idiot. It's what happened next that is just so bizarre, you almost couldn't write it. Mm. She took Tania and her coworkers and brought them to a walk-in freezer and locked them in. I've seen that happen in the movies. I know, before. me too. It also happened in the Brady Bunch, but it was an it was an accident. Um, and Thanks. they got out. Don't worry, it's oh. fine. They were at the butchers, and oh, mm-hmm. Sam, it, and then the door shut, and then it was a whole thing. Just Peter and Greg in there. No, it was Bobby and Greg. Oh. Sorry. Anyway, so Tania had her phone with her, and she was like, "I'm gonna call nine one one." So she did. And the person who answered is the person who cared most about making sure that Tania and all of her coworkers got out safely because 
the person who answered was her mother. Oh, Tania's mom oh. is a 911 operator. I was like, and how so, does that happen? I know, right? I thought the same thing. But what happened, what had happened was this woman who had robbed the place did not realize that Tania was going to have an in with the person who, and that's all by chance too, because she oh. really did just call 911. Her mom has been working as a 911 operator for 24 years. Amazing. I know. How cool is that? So she uh, jumped into high gear and uh, the the really cool part is that the, they've released the audio from this uh, phone call and Tania was like very scared. I mean, she's 16, oh, like uh, working at McDonald's. This is a scary event. And her mom is able to just calm her down. How cool is that? Like that? Yeah, it's Aww. wild. Anyway, well, uh, I, everyone was safe, right? Everyone got out fine. Everyone was safe. Uh, but the cops are still trying to find the woman who did it. But they all got out of the freezer safely. And uh, there is security footage and they're on the case. But Tania is just fine. And I'm sure she and her mom will be telling that story for years Forever. to come. Ever. I that know, is right? now part of the family legend. Isn't that wild? That is. I know. Uh, okay. So now, where are we going? Tampa. I love the tampons Mm -hmm. in Florida. uh, I had to check to see if we talked about this because this is a Halloween leftover. Oh, fun. Because you may have a lot of leftover Halloween candy. You're going to be working through it for the whole week. Probably till next Halloween. There are still Halloween (laughs) decorations up in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we got to catch up with a lady who appeared to be dressed as a, a barmaid. And she was out and about in Tampa on Halloween. Mm. And, Colleen, it's what this woman did while out and about in a neighborhood on Halloween that makes this mysterious barmaid a crazy, stupid Mm. idiot. And she was caught on camera. Oh, you don't say. Uh Uh-huh. I would like you to guess what she did. I know what happened. Uh It was a short skirt. She was a barmaid. And she was was not wearing undies. Oh. No. And she bent over to pick up the uh, a bag of Kit Kat, and she mooned everybody. No, no okay. moon over my hammies no. in Tampa. Okay, mm-hmm. wasn't that then? No, it wasn't that. Was there nudity involved? No, there actually wasn't oh, okay. any nudity. Were there drugs involved? Uh, no. Well, I can't say on her part. Oh, but like the thing. I mean, because I watched the footage, oh, Colleen, okay, and okay. I feel like maybe sobriety was not okay. happening at this time. Okay, I'll tell you what she did. She just walked up to somebody's house, and it was one of those houses where they were working on the trust system, uh-huh. where they left out yep. big buckets of candy. Mm-hmm. This lady walked up to this guy's house and dumped all the candy into her bag. Full grown woman rude walked up to this guy's house, stole all the candy into her own bucket. That's so rude. Mm-hmm. That's so rude. Did they are they gonna do anything about that? I, like, are they gonna catch her? Like, is well, that theft? What is that? No, it's just some light public shaming. <laughs> okay, good. I like that. Put her in the stocks <laughs> yeah. in the town square. Well, uh, somebody on YouTube was uh, he, this happened at his house. They saw he has the video. Now, he thinks that he doesn't think that the barmaid should face any criminal penalties, but apparently wants a public apology. So some light, yeah. shame, some light shaming. That's perfect. Because you can see this person very clear 
just like, I had candy. <laughs> I'm going to get candy. And then I'm just going to go. Like, I come on, man. Is, like, you're at an age, ma'am, with your tips. Uh-huh. You could have purchased your own candy. You could have. You could That's have. So rude. You could have. Oh, waited. and there's two buckets of candy. That's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. And then she just walks away. She's real happy with herself. Yeah, she does look very proud. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just like walking up like she owns it. Well, now lots of people are seeing this on Twitter. It does oh. have 28,000 likes. So perhaps somebody can figure out who this person is and, so and, and shame them appropriately. Because who? Buckets. Here's what you do as an adult, Colleen. Mm. You don't go out trick-or-treating. You go to the store the next yes. day and you buy the clearance candy. Yeah, or 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 you take it from your kids. Or you take it from your kids. Or even better, you show up at work the next day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. everybody brings their leftover Halloween candy to work. Everybody does. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it. Don't okay. steal. Don't do that. That's We're, yeah. That's rude. Where are we going now? Uh, thank you for asking. We're going across the pond. We are going to <laughs> an area of the world called tea tea cider tea sitter. Careful, yes. careful. I know. I'm scared. I don't. Okay. Anyway, it's a place. Uh, and here's what happened. Uh, and this. Okay, so this guy, and I won't tell you his name. He was uh he was out on the street staggering in the road oh, near Elvet Bridge around 4:15 in the PM. Mm-hmm. Um he had been drinking. That's why he was staggering. Yeah. This happened back on September 10th uh and uh officers were alerted to this guy who was staggering in the road. And so they approached him and he proceeded to swear at them. And then when they asked him, what is your name, sir? This is what makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Oh, great. He introduced himself. Uh-huh. But it was very clear that the name he had given them was not his name. Uh-huh. Because he said that his name was Jason Bourne. Oh. Mm. And I'm not Funny. saying that there aren't people in the world named Jason Bourne, but what I am saying is he wasn't named Jason yeah. Bourne. What you're saying is that the probability that actual Mr. Jason Bourne on his uh, official government ID yeah. didn't say that. Didn't say that. No, because of course he was trying to tell them that he was named Jason Bourne similar to the born identity uh-huh and he that was, is not his identity he was like i am th- wait does jason Bourne go undercover no he's just an action star yeah he was on his off hours yeah even jason Bourne needs a little yeah, he's like ah you know it just it, it was a hard day at the uh, office i was throwing back a couple of points yeah, at 4 15 in the p.m mm-hmm. turns out that uh then the shouting and swearing continued in front of members of the public. He was then arrested, and it turns out he has a lengthy record of previous convictions, uh, and he has a history of doing such things. The Jason Bourne piece, I, that I don't know. This may have been his first time delivering that name. I mean, inventive. Yeah, he did plead guilty at the earliest opportunity, and he has been fined for his behavior um, and also... Did I tell you what his real name is? I didn't. No, you just said guy. Okay, sorry. His real name is not Jason Bourne. His name is, in fact, hold on, I have to find it because there's lots of names in here. Is it John Smith? Paul Stevens. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, okay. It's a perfectly great name. That's it's fine. just he's not Jason Bourne. No, he's not Jason Bourne. He's not James Bond. He's no. not even uh, insert spy here. No, he's none of the above. No. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Rocco is going to join us and he is going to uh, host the throwback live after this on my talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.